songs. Three songs. Three songs. It's three songs. Three songs, Bob! Bobby Mike, it's Bobby Mike. 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 A three songs. Bob, this is Mike. What do you think? That's our new theme song, man. <laughs> I like that. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, my buddy Jack Houston did the music, and I I threw down a little uh a, a little Jack rocks. Yeah, a little little vocals. Uh, thanks, who Jack. Plays this, the, um, who plays the drums on that? Jack he he does all of it. He's he does the whole thing. That's all Jack. Yeah. Local uh, wizard? Is he a local wizard? He is. He's a he's a Portland wizard. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is Three Songs Podcast, the November 19th, 2017 edition, episode 23, man. Welcome. Yeah, we're getting there. We're, we're getting, getting there. there. So I'm Mike Hogan. You're Bob Nastanovich. I am, yeah. Ghosty's out here. He's in full effect. Yeah, Rags is hanging too. Uh, yeah. And we, we got, got a good show. In the house. We got some dogs. We got some people. We got some some beers. We got some tunes. What else do you yeah, need? Yeah, what do you got? And we got you guys. We got you guys listening, so it makes yeah, a show. We love you. Yeah, I'm going to start with a mystery tune. Uh, I'm not even going to say anything about it. I'm oh, just gonna, come on, man. I'm all gonna, right, go ahead. I'm going to play it, and then we're going to talk about it, all right? Let's cool. do it. Here you go. so long Never knew it could go wrong When I look at her Words just won't come Though I tried to write them Found I couldn't recite them And the dawn comes running to my room Telling's coming soon She's a believer That's what she said When I look in her eyes All I see is goodbyes heard that song before bob i'm um, not that i'm aware of so you have no idea who that is no no that's cool that's cool um that's good actually because <laughs> okay that is yeah. you know who that is that is from 1973 from an album called squeeze that is a lou reed list john kale list Sterling Morrison lists and Mo Tucker lists Velvet Underground, led by Mr. Doug Ewell. Um, yeah, I, I mean it's obviously very much a 
Velvet. I was going to say it sounds like Velvet Underground. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. So it's funny because Squeeze. Sounds like, you know, Stephanie Says type. Right, thing. right. And Doug, Doug saying songs like, you know, he's saying Candy Says. He's saying New Age. He's saying uh, Who Loves the Sun. You know, he's saying Lonesome Cowboy Bill. He's saying a lot of you know classic how does that work when like a guy like takes over a band like what were the other guys doing they're just like too strung out to play well you know i think i don't i'm boy i am not the uh velvet underground expert or historian on on this but my, well, my understanding to me, you are well my understanding is um lou had quit the band or for been forced out of the band by their manager um <laughs> You know, uh, John Cale had already left after the second album. You know, Doug replaced John Cale for for the for the self titled one, and then for Loaded. Um, and you know, they were having some issues, and the manager kind of did a power play, and Lou was out of the band, and he did his solo record, and Doug continued on, and you know, Sterling. I don't really know the story. Sterling was unavailable. Mo Tucker was having a baby or something like that, and so go Mo. Okay, yeah, so what happened to Mo Tucker? So, um, so Doug and Doug played most of the instruments on that song. I think basically um, most of the instruments on the whole album, uh, except for maybe. So was it drums. called like Velvet Underground because like that was like a huge? I mean, like that's it should have been called Velvet Underground. Then, well, right. Way. I mean, that's and that's the thing. Like that that's an album that if people I mean, talk like, can about, you imagine like I mean any band I've been in like. Right. Quite frankly, the two right. two bands I've been in, Pavement and Silver Jews, aside from all the other bands I've been in, we can't do Pavement Records without Stephen Malkmus. No. We can't do do Silver Jews Records without David Perman. Like Correct. that's a you just don't. It, right. uh, otherwise, it just doesn't happen. Sure. You know, like yeah, clear out the whole band, call it the same thing. Right. Yeah, and so <laughs> so because of that, because of that, squeeze. Um, you know, I, I don't know. It's maybe like going a little management. far. Like you just don't have bad management. It, it, it's horrible management. And obviously they were trying to leverage whatever momentum they had at the time in the early 70s around the Velvet Underground name, which was probably not that much, to be honest. But uh, but they still felt like it was more than the Doug Ewell name or whatever oh, other but name. But I imagine you're, you're, you know, you're one of your heroes, Peter Lochner, like going to the record store and being like looking at the personnel on the record and being like, what the hell is this? Yeah, sure. Yeah, of course. Well, and, and yeah. I think that's why this album, when people talk about Velvet Underground Squeeze, it's a laughing stock. It's a joke. It's, it's, it's been a reviled record. And for a lot of, a lot of the, the correct reasons in a sense, which is it should never have happened, at least not as a Velvet Underground album. Um, because, you know, for all the reasons you were mentioning, it's it's there's nothing about any of the original members. Even when Doug was singing, well, songs. I'm new to the party, Mike. I'm new yeah. to the party, but I see the I see the the whiners point here. Right, right. I mean, and even when Doug was singing songs like Candy Says, he was singing Lou's songs. Uh, you know, I mean, and he was writing. I don't know which ones he wrote. I'm sure he wrote songs maybe like Lonesome Cowboy Bill. So let me clar- let me clarify, like on sure. on this record, Squeeze, which yeah. I'm relatively unfamiliar with other than i know some of its hits i would say well i i doubt you know squeeze because even velvet underground fans don't really know squeeze because this album was out of print for a long time it hasn't been reissued when they reissued all the other velvet underground stuff this one was left off was that like nico doing the background singing bits no 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 nico was long gone by then there's no I, i thought i heard a female vocalist on there uh maybe but if you did it was not nico certainly i mean it was nothing connected to the original velvet underground had to do with the recording and the release of squeeze well anyways like maybe you and i and and um what's the name of our buddy uh mr houston jack yeah yeah why, why don't we make a pavement record next weekend let's do it Let's do it. Yeah. 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 yeah you're one original member is enough, I guess. Yeah, you know, it's more yeah, than it's exactly, more than Velvet I guess, Underground. I guess. I'll have to depend on maybe Jack Houston's like pavement Doug Yule. Yeah, for sure. He could yeah. be. Or if he could or be. if not, like, you know, until we wait for the next Silver Juice release and if it sounds more like Silver Juice, like <laughs> let's, let's do, do that. Yeah, you but know, let's see let's see what we have. I'll show up with like three drums and like we'll just bang away. You've got to get 
guitar in your house, right? Sure, I do. Um, but you know, the the thing is, I think rock <laughs> rock history has been has been very, very, very tough on Squeeze and and on Doug Yule to an extent. My point, and part of the reason why I played it without even announcing it, is if you listen to it on its own, and if you listen to it without expecting it to be the Velvet Underground, or if you listen not expecting Sweet Jane or you know Candy Says or something like that, and you just listen as an album and as Beginning maybe a, a Doug Ewell record, yeah. it's a good record. It stands on its own. It's maybe of its time, but it's not awful. It's listenable. Okay, you made your point. Doug Ewell is a tool. <laughs> no, I, well, I'm, I'm just fucking with you. I'm yeah, no, but you know, I, he was a he was a tool. He was a tool of the manager at the time, um, and yeah. So anyway, um, who's the manager that you keep referring to? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, sorry, I pulled oh, one out on you. You did. Sorry. You did. Yeah. I don't know. You came up with a very impressive repertoire of Velvet Underground history, which I don't know. But yeah, this manager, this mysterious manager guy. Thank God the people I worked with in music weren't like that guy. Like, hey, kick it, kick him out, kick him out, kick him out. Right. They're good. They sound good. Go ahead and put and spin it. You know. Right. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know. Um, it probably had something to do with record label stuff. You know, I mean, this is the early '70s. Everyone wanted a hit. You know, it's uh, Steve Selznick. That was Steve Sesnick is the name of the the manager. Um, okay, Mr. Sesnick. Yeah, so he got he okay. got some. I guess he got a deal with Polydor, and the the al- the band was splintering at the time, and he just you know he kept the deal and put the album together, and you know I don't know. I I'm, I'm not even sure that grilled cheese sandwiches had a little bit of better quality of grilled cheese on them after he made the deal of, uh, with Polydor. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I don't right. even know if he's the villain here. You know, it could be that he he made a he made a deal at the time and everybody was cool with it, and then the band <laughs> just the band just fell apart, and he was like, "Oh shit, I got this deal, and and uh, let's deliver a record." Doug, you up for it? And Doug was like, "All right, why not?" So yeah, we need to delve into this more. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. Maybe we'll get Doug. We're on a, no, maybe if we're on a long flight with like good internet. Maybe someone um, somewhere knows Doug Ewell. If they're listening, we get Doug Ewell on the show. We could talk about whoa, it. But uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't mean to insult Doug Ewell. Yeah. But anyways, um, I don't think what I'm going to do tonight is like technically what you'd call the beginning of a new era. But uh, <laughs> I'm going to play three songs on this podcast that are by current bands. I and like I'm going to start off with a band that I saw the other night on one week ago at this time tonight. I saw a really cool band take the stage in Nashville, Tennessee at the five spot. And it was the first time I'd been there since the night I got married in 2009. And it's a great little club in Nashville. And uh, my friends' bands, uh, Joey and uh, Brian, they, they opened the show. Uh, my buddy Richie played the bass. Their band's called Country Westerns. And then this band came on and they kicked some serious but and and I really enjoyed every second of their show. It was one of those shows where there's like 40 people in there, and like, yeah, I guess Nashville's gotten to the point where they're so cool you don't stand up and watch bands. And I was like, I don't get, I don't have this opportunity very often <laughs> to see these kind of like great live bands. So I was in the front row by my with some some weird guy from South Carolina was like, he was being a little bit confrontational, which just kind of added to my fun. And uh, that's all beside the point. And uh, but this is uh, Savoy Motel, right? Yep. And and uh, go ahead and spin them.
That was cool. Sorry, yeah, so people. like that's like re- very reminiscent of their set, and and they do a wide variety of stuff. But like, there's so many elements going on. Like, the first thing I thought, I think that was that was definitely the first song they played at the set. Sorry, people. Yeah, like, sorry, people okay. by Savoy Motel. Like yeah, that. Nashville, Nashville Rock. They've been around for a few years, like three or four or something. In fact, they recently opened for the incredibly famous pop star Kesha. Really, which must have been weird. But they, you know, they're. I think they're sort of like. Um, Doing our doing quite fine. Like who knows how it really works in the music industry today? I have no clue. Right. But the dynamic in front of like thirty or forty people in a small club on a Sunday night was tremendous. Like I first looked at the stage and like all four of them like so much carry their weight musically. Like they're pretty stylish. Like you got these two women that look like sisters. I assume they were sisters, but they're not. And. I talked to him briefly afterwards and like, Oh, everybody says that. So you got this, this one woman named Mimi that plays rhythm guitar and she dances and sings. And then there's this other woman named Jessica who plays drums and triggers the beats and she's a badass. And then they've got the, this, they all four sing. They got this bass player named Jeffrey Novak. who like, who I think started the band and they used to be in bands together. One of those type situations, like, so it's a bit of a conglomeration. Then they've got this wizardly guitar player named Dylan. Like he's like one of those, he's some sort of like, he walked off of like the forever changes recording session. Like, you know, the, the love album that we featured recently on the show. Sure. So, I mean, like there's like, it, first of all, it's like watching this, like, whoa, band that kicks butt and they can all play. Like that's one thing I've noticed about all the bands I see these days, all the young kids is like, generally how good they are at playing their instruments it always blows my mind it's like somebody who couldn't play that was in bands and like i don't know like these kids i don't know whatever it's just anyways four great players really cool band oh, well, Savoy I like that. motel yeah. the whole set was great and like a 50 minute set in fact i think it ended with the the drummer jessica mcfarland's her name and she actually bartended the next night when i was djing there at duke's um, she, she kind of said like, last one, that's enough. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. so she was like kind of quarterbacking the team. <laughs> it was just, it was just a really cool experience. And like, I'd, you know, look forward to following that band and onwards and upwards for Savoy Motel. Hopefully good band. That's cool. I'll have to check them out. Well, I'm going to, um, I'm going to take it back a little further. You're 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 staying current, and I'm staying. I'm current all night. Yeah, you're current all night. Uh, I started in '73. I'm going to dial it back, and I'm actually. <laughs> uh, it's 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 just, uh, two two songs as part of a theme. The third one's going to diverge, but um, uh, I'm going to play a tune from Nico, who of course is very connected to the Velvet Underground as well. And uh, this is a solo tune from her second solo LP called the Marble Index. Um, a lot of people, you know, when they know Nico, they like uh, her first solo record. Uh, I prefer... So real quickly, like, tell us about Nico's origins. Like, it, um, well, like, I don't even know what nationality she is. Why don't I French. play the song? Why don't I play the song? And then we'll talk okay. a little bit about it. It's uh, Evening okay. of Light. It's the, it's the final track on her second LP, Marble Index, from 1968. Fire 
Nico, evening of life. Okay, that was a very um, intense, huh? Well, yeah, I mean, fantastic. You know, starts well, out very, very, basically very one of the most quiet. stylish women of of her generation. Oh, yeah, any doubt. Sure. I mean, and uh, you know, and, and like she was born in. Well, I mean, I looked it up. You know, she was born in Cologne, right? right? Yep. Which is a German city on the French border, mm-hmm. which I've had the pleasure of visiting a few times. Fantastic city. And um, then she died in Ibiza in 88. So mm-hmm. she lived for almost 50 years. But during her life, of course, like she's most famous for the Velvet Underground and Nico, which was another Summer of Love record, you know, 67. Sure. sure. 
and she was a model and an actress. I mean, and she, you know, you know her real name, right? Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it. Krista Poff Poffjin. Is that how you? Yeah, say it? I think oh, well, that's the best we're going to do on this show, aren't we? <laughs> so, yeah, so what was that made? That one. That one was made in 68. That was, I mean, and, and that's the thing. Like, it starts out very delicately and then starts building and building and becomes really dark and ominous and almost apocalyptic. Like, that does not sound like the sort of stuff that was being made one year after the Summer of Love. I mean, that's... No, it's very Euro and very gothy and... Yeah, yeah. Uh, John Cale cool. arranged it. I think he, I don't know if he was listed as the producer or not, but obviously he had his, his hands all over that. Um, Did he play on it? He may have. I mean, she played the harmonium and sang. So, I mean, it's, I think it's, it's very much based on the harmonium. Uh, and then there's yeah. guitar and there's other, you know, stuff that gets layered over it. But, uh, but yeah, that's um, I, that's some I, wicked stuff. There. Wicked some stuff, wicked and, stuff and, Mikey. And the thing is, most people that when they think of Nico's solo stuff, they think of the Chelsea Girl record, which is much more of like a folk record. But I like her her weirder ones that came later. And there's a really good book, by the way, if you ever are, uh, find it or if you want to even seek it out. Um, it's written by a guy named James Young. He was the keyboard player for her on one of her later tours i think in the early 80s it's called the end and it is uh it's about some of the tours that that he had with her uh when she what did he do was he the tour manager no he was a keyboard player um and he um he's a very good writer uh it's a very interesting book and uh i mean it's it's not a happy book because at that point she was addicted to heroin it's pretty it's pretty uh <clears throat> dirty uh, you know about life on the road but it's very very well written and anybody that's even halfway interested in nico or the velvet underground i think would find it interesting well that's a nice tip yeah i appreciate that yeah i read it years ago i haven't read it in a while but it's um a fantastic book what in the world, Ghost? Do you hear him? I hear. Yeah. Ghost, maybe Ghost Man. likes it, too. Ghost Ghost read it. Well, he's actually other. trying to sing along to it. He's actually, well, he's actually complaining because he wants to go in. Cause it's uh, a little chilly here. Go, uh, little Ghost. Okay, so anyways, I'm going to go, I'm going to say in the I'm going to say actually with my most current song, this is an album that was made in 2017 wow. by a, a, a 27-year-old from Tel Aviv named Noga Arez. And uh, she's a uh, she's on the City Slang label, which yeah. is a, yeah. a German label. Keeping which it in has Germany, been, been yeah. around forever, right? Okay, classic, great label. I think that you know Christoph and company. Anybody that you know is German, like from the last three or four decades, it's like City Slang has brought a lot of really cool stuff to Europe. And uh, been a very formidable label, and uh, but this is one of their new their new things, okay. And it's uh, very electronic, and her subject matter is very controversial. She's viewed, of course, as an Israeli as a is an outspoken controversial artist because she basically sings about what's going on in her country. And a lot of her subject matter. Is in fact, I'll, can you snippet one for me? Sure. Okay, so this is like our hit. I'm gonna snippet her hit. Do you want me to do you want me to enough. start it from the start, or do you want me to drop it in the middle somewhere? Do whatever you want. You're the producer, uh, and uh, and I've never heard it, so I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll drop it in the yeah, middle. Yeah, go for the start. Go for the start. I'll, well, okay, I'll do this. Play the start. it from the start. All right, we'll so talk. This is off the off the radar, off of her album, off the radar. Hear me, no one sees me, no one Hear me, no one sees me, no one I'm off the radar Hear me, no one sees me, no one Hear me, no one sees me, no one I'm off the radar We make up every 
So there's a Perfect. snippet. Thank yeah. you. You got it. Yeah. Okay. So that's the title track off her album off the radar. And I've listened to, like, I just discovered this artist in the last week. Okay. Someone stumbled upon it. You know, that's how. Discovered. Stum- yeah. I'm a stumbler. In fact, I looked out on my legs earlier tonight and I stumble into things. <laughs> I have the marks on my legs to prove it. <laughs> I, I run, I run into things a lot. And, uh, so, I've read a few things about her and she's controversial because you sing about what's going on in Israel and they don't like it. And like, are you familiar with monotonics? No. Okay. In fact, Jonathan lives in your neighborhood. He lives in Brooklyn. So it's a band that, you know, pavement had the pleasure of playing with an Israeli band. They were on drag city. Okay. And their live performances were shudderingly cool. Like they would take it, from a small club and like bring it in the streets hmm. and um and it was three dudes and they would always play on the floor they'd always come off the stage and bring it to the crowd and you know one thing i realized about them and i only know them that's the only band from israel i've ever played with is they're just like so happy to be out like the singer who jonathan's still doing jonathan got he's still doing his own things and uh but anyways, this is about Noga Jerez, and uh, I would like to play her song, Dance While You Shoot. That's it. I finally lost my patience. I gave my heart through many medications. It's over. You're done. You're gone. You're done. Hey, I got my ticket. Mission accomplished. I won't miss you. Won't miss you. Freedom. My people taking my mom. Wasting the chance of sanity. Can you dance while you shoot? Can you dance while you shoot? Can you shoot while dancing? Can you move while shoot? Perfect. It's only that it's worth it. So I give my time, my finest is you've taken. I've tried to swing your fingers, you made the middle one. Okay. I got my weapon nice and polished. They hit mock me, so cocky, you know how to pet. The same time you said, Don't ask me, loyalty. Can you dance for the shit? Can you dance for the shit? Can you shit while dancing? Can you move for the shit? Can you dance for the shit? Can you dance for the shit? Can you shit while dancing? Can you move for the shit? Can you shit while dancing? Can you dance for the shit? Can you shit while dancing? But you could shit while dancing. Can you dance for the shit? Can you shit while dancing? Can you dance for the shit? Can 
me dance with shit, shit, shit. No get a res. Oh. oh. She wants to keep playing. She yeah. wants to like go yeah. full concert mode. Sorry. So I, I watched them live. At, oh, sorry. You should never apologize <laughs> on this program. So, uh, anyways, I watched some live footage and like it's like two dudes like triggering like they got those drum pad things and like one guy's doing like the techno percussion bits. And the other guy's like triggering all the triggering all the keyboards and she's in front of them singing. And like this is you know this is modern music to me. Yeah. Like, I was like, wow, man! Like, you know, I, I got to see this stuff. It's just like I had a crazy experience the other night. I hardly ever win anything. I don't win it's you know the lottery. Obviously, don't win it. Scratchers don't win raffles. I don't win door prizes. Do you ever win anything like that? Like some crazy door prize? Mm, not that I can remember. Okay, so last night I'm, like, checking my Twitter, you know, which I do, you know, once a day or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Free Songs Pod. Sure. Free Songs Pod. That's right. Yeah, Free Songs Pod. Okay. <laughs> and, like, one of my heroes uh, who I played on the show before is Circuit to You, Haley Four. And the closest she's coming to playing in my neighborhood is playing in Chicago on Saturday nights. So, like, two days ago, I see this thing on Twitter where, like, if you retweet this thing you might be on the guest list so i was like oh yeah i'll do this like retweet and like i won but it was like four o'clock yesterday i'm not gonna drive to chicago damn you know what i mean i was on the i was on the guest list plus one like and like you know if we were like you know if we lived in chicago i would have been like hey mike let's go see circuits of you (laughs) like i'm on the list right and i was like I, I tweeted, like, I can't go to this, but I finally won something. Yeah. <laughs> After Breeders' Cup and everything, I finally won something. So, like, my left, my name got left unscratched uh, off the guest list. One of my favorite artists sad. who never, you know, she's never, that was my best chance to ever see her. Yeah. But well, you'll anyways, uh, there'll, there'll be another chance, right, man? Well, hopefully she'll play with Noga Rez. Yeah. He's fantastic. They would actually fit together. That would be an amazing girl, uh, I would imagine. I would hope so. Yeah, I mean, poof. Anyways, it's it's just. Uh, anyways, that's a that's a really cool woman from Tel Aviv that's like out there doing her thing, and I, you know, pretty awesome to I, me. I like that, and I feel a little hipper. I feel a little more current now. But I'll have to check her out because that was cool. I, I. Well, you know, when you want to feel cool, come to Des Moines. I'll tell you, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, you've <laughs> hey, got your finger out. much more on the pulse than I do because I'm I'm going back into the '70s. Uh, that reminds me, though, uh, before I can't believe I'm doing a podcast with somebody that I get out more than yeah, I actually get out more yeah. than. Dude, I'm telling you, man, my FOMO, my FOMO is is done. I got no FOMO anymore. What does FOMO mean? <laughs> Fear of missing out. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, you I used are, to be. Friend. I used to be all about the FOMO. I used to go out to like probably four or five different shows every night of the week. It was like, well, who's playing at this club now? In fact, I'll tip my cap. I'll tip my cap because one of those things. What do you call those things? Those FOMO things. Uh, an acronym. Or uh, yeah, yeah. I do know S Y S K, and I like to tip my cap to the the dudes that um do the stuff you should know podcast oh, yeah. do you listen to that thing i i don't you know i'm gonna i'm gonna make a um i'm gonna make a bit of a uh, what's the what's the word i'm looking for um a bit of a plan to listen to their podcast well i should yeah ours. i should listen to uh, uh i'm gonna admit that i i don't really listen to podcasts strangely enough well you should do one in horse racing when you're doing them all the time uh, you don't I, listen to them yeah well yeah I mean, I should, I should be, I should have I my finger on I the mean, tip. Like, I'm too busy, like you know. Of, yeah, but I mean, uh, to, today I watched Virginia play Monmouth in basketball on my <laughs> my computer. You know, like, that's how hip you are. 
<laughs> yeah, really hip. I'm really hip. Yeah. Uh, but before, that's the way Nogo Res on the show. Yeah, no, you're 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 hipper than me. That's for sure. Um, it reminds me your story about winning those tickets. R- reminds me, I've always wanted to write a song, but I'm never good enough. Um, I always wanted to write a rock song called "Be My Plus One." Um, <laughs> so uh, maybe someone we'll, listening we'll, we'll put that on the we'll put that on the uh, silver juice record that we make next weekend there you go i'll get jack yeah, I'll, we'll, I'll text we'll jack call doug ewell call, call doug ewell I'll, we'll need him i'll call i'll call doug ewell i'll call my buddy jack and i'll say uh, we're making a silver juice record be my yeah, plus one get, get ewell in there be my plus one would be one and be my yoko ono would be another there you go we yeah. already got two songs yeah two songs there we go we, we need one, one more and we can one play one them on the show I wrote a basketball song. I got a song. Um, well, maybe I'll play it on a future show. Okay. Okay. Well, let's let's talk about some other music. It's called Bad. That's what it's called. I'm sure it's fantastic. Yeah. It's funny. I'm sure it's just amazing. Short enough to not be terrible. If you make a bad song, not to diss the Minutemen because they made how many great songs that average a minute and 18 seconds, like 78, uh, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say the Minutemen, Minutemen made 78 great songs. They average a minute and 18 seconds. So when you're making a bad song and you're nowhere near as good as Minutemen, then you make a song that is a minute 45. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Cause, cause you don't really need it to be any longer. Uh, we're going off on a tangent, but I'm going to keep going off on this tangent. Now, you, you familiar with Vic Chestnut? Oh yeah, um, you know Vic. Never saw him somehow. I Never saw I, him. I saw him. Uh, I'll, well, I'll save the story for for when we really play him on another show, on a future yeah. show, and give him yeah, give like, him that's some a guy that I haven't thought of in a long. Time. Give him some real do, but bless his heart. But yeah, Vic. Vic, Vic have you ever Wonderful heard human being Athens legend? Uh, yeah, have you ever heard his song "Fun Party"? No, can you snip it? I'm gonna snippet it. Yeah, I'm gonna snippet it. Uh, it. It's it's amazing because. The song is, it's nothing but him saying fun party, the whole song. Yeah, that that sounds good. Yeah, it's, it, and he used to play this. Don Vic. So uh, yeah, so Vic sometimes would play shows, and uh, you know, I mean, he was getting a bit of a buzz, you know, music-wise, uh, getting some press, and uh, some nights he would just not feel like playing, and he'd just play that song for like ten minutes long. Have you ever? You know, I hate to go back to a previous show, but Fred Lane had an amazing song, the Alabama artist. Yeah, the mu- the much maligned state of Alabama. <laughs> For a lot of very good reasons. Well, lately, yes. Even before this, do no, dude. You been to Alabama? I know. No, no, I know, but especially lately, I should say. Yeah, well, put like anywhere else above Alabama, and like Mississippi. <laughs> well, Mississippi's great, man. Well, I I've played two songs from the '60s, just railing on Mississippi or on earlier shows. Yeah, but at the same time, like how much great music's come out of Mississippi? Yeah, that's fair. And I'm sure that I mean, like, I mean, dude, like we could do a Mississippi show till the cows come home. Yeah, you want to do an Alabama show? I'm gonna have to do some serious research. Uh, Skinnerd. I mean, I I do have a exactly <laughs> good point, Mike. A good point, Mike. I do have. A, a Give me record, three steps. A compilation record called. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
uh, Three Doors Down. You want to play that? <laughs> so uh, I do have a a record in there that I've listened to three or four times. It's not bad. Called Alabama Blues Guitarist from like twenty nine to thirty seven. Oh yeah, okay. see, I could play some great, great old Alabama blues. I'm sure. Sure, I could find some good Alabama blues. I challenge you. In fact, this is the first ever challenge in Three Songs Pod. I like it. Okay, so like next show we do. Yep. Okay, you bring one song from Alabama to the table. Done. And I'll bring one too. Done. Well, I haven't figured mine out yet. That's You've okay. already figured this out. Uh, it's, in your head. I, I, it, it, it's swirling around in my head. I think I know, but it's yeah. You're swirling. No problem. That's good. Have um, another beer. No problem. And, uh, it's a fun party here. Yeah. And I will find one. Okay. Okay. But we can make the next 45 episodes about songs from Alabama. Like, okay. we literally play 100. I'm sorry, from Mississippi. From Mississippi. My, yeah. I misspoke. That's fair. I misspoke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, off, this, off. Yeah, and you want to snip it some Mississippi John Hurt till the cows come home? Oh, yeah. Like, no, I, 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 I'm not going to snip it. I'm going to, at some point, I'm going to play some Mississippi John Hurt. Dude, it's relentless. Like yeah. Mississippi's contribution to music is relentless. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Alabama's is not. Unless unless I'm ignorant, which the people in Alabama are. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well I'm <laughs> yeah. anyways. I'm gonna pivot out of we that. Just lost the state, so I'm like, gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna head to uh, I'm gonna head to Britain. Uh, I'm gonna uh, yeah, I'm gonna head, end. Head to a safer country. You've got a song that's Despite gonna end the show. Knowledge. I'm gonna end my three songs with a band uh, that's they're they're if they're known they're known for for one song they're known for this song. So I'm gonna snippet this song. They're known for this song, which was um, was championed by the Replacements um, and covered quite often by the Replacements, and it's a fantastic song. But I'm not going to play it because many people know it. Um, it's, did you ever see the Replacements? Oh live? yeah, I did a couple times. Thank God. Yeah, yeah great band. Yeah. Okay. Um, Another girl, another planet. The only ones. Let's play a snippet of that. I'm going to play a different only one song for real, but we'll snip and it. Dig deeper. You're going to dig yeah. deeper into Dip. the catalog. That's right. But this is a good yeah. song too. Double snippet, Mike. Triple snippet. Fade it. I'll fade it there because uh, everyone's probably annoyed because they want to hear the whole song, but that's okay. You can play it on your own time. Uh, I'm happy not to hear the rest of that. Yeah, no, it's it's a great song. It's it's one of my yeah. f- one of my favorite tunes. But um, but actually, the only ones are much more than that. The only ones I think are one of the great forgotten late seventies. I don't even want to call them a punk band because they weren't really ever punk. Um, well, they're like a power pop band. They were more uh, like a power they, pop they were band. Just like, they, they're basically like around when punk rock was going on. Right. Yeah, but they were deeper than that. And and I'm going to play a song from their second album called Only or Even Serpent Shine. Um, and it's a really, really good record. It's a really good record. It's a good album all the way from start to finish. And it's deep and it's dark and it's poppy and it's really... Like it's one of my favorite records. And this is a song. Whoa, yeah. These are all the things that you love about music in one enchilada. It is. It is. And it's a shame that the only ones never got more attention because I love the only ones. And uh Whoa. Here, here okay. we go. Right. This yeah. is it. This is uh right. From Here to Eternity by the Only Ones. So Mike Favor. Yeah.
there from here to eternity that's, just, that's like proper rock and roll music. proper rock and roll yeah second album 1979 yeah dark themes i think a little bit about a drug addiction peter parrot the lead singer he dealt with that uh personally and i think he's there singing about a woman who's dealing with that so you know heavy stuff but uh fantastic album fantastic song really good band I really enjoyed that. It's new to me. Yeah, like, good. Like I told you before the show started, I've got a couple of only one seven inches, and like, you know, it's one of those things that like you just miss in life, and like, like a lot of great things in rock and roll music. And I'm, I don't mean to sound ignorant, you know, but I just, you know, I, I'm aware of the only ones, and I know that there are a lot of people's favorite band or one of their favorite bands, including yourself. Well. You know, I mean, I think this show is about discovery, you know, I mean, and and you could stumble upon it or you could choose to seek it out. But um, one of the things I like like about this, like, do you think that affected like your love of New Zealand music? Because like, maybe, I mean, it's, it's, it's very connected, right? I mean, it feels, I'd be uh, interested if like the clean and the chills and the Verlaines, like, you know, how much they adored the, the, the only ones right doesn't it feel of a of a piece it feels like yeah there might be a connection there but who knows what i'm talking about right, right. i'm gonna play a, a, a band that i know I, a current band or a band that's actually been around for about 10 years from a rock and roll city that we all appreciate and love on this show we've shown our appreciation we'll continue to do so louisville kentucky where i lived for 14 years and uh, you know whether it's Slit or King Kong or Bastro or Squirrel Bait or Rodan. So many great bands. So it's nice to know that, like, things are still happening in Louisville since, you know, obviously since I've departed the town and came here, I'm totally unaware of what's going on there. And hate to refer back to last Sunday night, 
when I saw that great Savoy Motel show, but I met a great kid. Sabrina Rush is her name, and she's the tour manager for Xyloris White, and she plays in a band called State Champion, and I think they've just recorded some new stuff. This is from their 2011 album called Deep Shit, and it's called The Basement. Moonlight stomping on a tabletop on the back porch running its mouth. Got the alley cats calling a blur. Can't you take the back porch to the front of the house? Got a long list of things to say. Fair skin maiden and faded away. Hospital bed last Labor Day. I forgot to mention Juanita and Bodeco and the End Tables and like 80 other great <laughs> bands from Louisville. The End Tables. Oh, you know them? <clears throat> oh, yeah. Which one of us is going to play them first? Probably me. Yeah. And I uh, would imagine. Right after I play some brutal song from Alabama. <laughs> but that was for you because you pod from the basement. <laughs> I like that. That was cool. That was you're, you're talking about rock guy. and roll. You're good old rock guy. and roll. That was good old rock and roll right there. State champion. Yeah. 
I'd like to I'd like to have them playing in my backyard at a party. If I still lived across the street from the Derby, that's what we'd do for sure. And I'd be there. Yeah. I'd make the trip. Oh, uh, you'd you'd be like, hey man, like when's state champion gonna start? Is gonna ha- they gonna start before or after the Derby? Right. And I was like, who cares, Mike? Our bets are down. Let's watch state champion. <laughs> we'll watch the race in the living room, man. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Have, have yourself a cup of burgoo. Yeah. <laughs> I've never had burgoo. Oh, I make some. I make Tandy Ellis burgoo. I make. Yeah. I make prop, out of Kentucky kitchens. I make Tandy Ellis burgoo. Okay. Well, I'll have to. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to have your burgoo. So, my my theory is. I mean, n- not that I'd be against it, but my theory is, if it was so good, how come it hasn't spread beyond just Kentucky? Well, what about Brunswick stew from Virginia? I don't, I've never had it. <laughs> Never had you know it, why? Man. I'll tell you why. In like, <laughs> tell me. In the words, in the words of the of the best drummer I've ever known in my life. Okay, Britt Walford. Okay, from Slint. Sure, and of course. From not, and yeah. from Breeders and a whole other a whole bunch Squirrel of other He said, "I said, Britt, what do you think of Burgoo?" He looked at at it and he said, first of all, it's supposed to be an iron kettle." I'm not going <laughs> to imitate Britt. Okay? okay, but he said he said that batch has cat, bat, rat, and dog in it. <laughs> and that patch over there has got cat, bat, rat, and frog in it. Sounds about right. So, <laughs> eat up. <laughs> eat it up. Mm, the mm, kettle's on the fire. Mm, dinner you know, dinner by Bob Nastanovich. Yeah, well, you go ahead and I got a challenge for you. Like, pick a song from Alabama. Okay, we'll do it next. Right. Next show, I'm going to do all all Alabama songs. Oh, come on! And, now. Don't and, get the dirty. And I'm not even going to play Alabama song by uh, Kurt Vile. Yeah, that'd probably be the best one you got. But he's not from. He's from <laughs> he's, Philly. He's he's from Philly. Yeah, very right. very total Philly guy. <laughs> Kurt so. Vile. Yeah, yeah, born and raised South Philly. Yeah. yeah. All right, my friend. Well, I'll see you next time. Yeah. It's been fun. Thanks. All right. And And thanks, everyone, for listening. Three songs. Have a great night, Mike. Yeah, you too, man.